That's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh, man. Oh. Shh. Communing with the Earth Spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about a Come on, baby. Let's do the twist. Come on, baby. Let's do the twist. Take me by my little hand. Do the secondary twist. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of the Secondary Heroes podcast. This week, we're going to talk about heroes. Wait, wait, twist. We're actually talking about surprise villains. This is your host, Whoa. Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey, guys, it's Kaiser... So- I mean, Prague. <laughs> uh, I think this is Josh. Is this M. Night Shyamalan twisting? Or is this DeLorean Wolfgang? It's DeLorean Wolfgang! <laughs> nice. I like that. Uh, I like that. Trevor was uh, Norman Bates there. That was a good twist. I was not expecting that. <laughs> oh, you never know. <laughs> From day one, it was him the whole time. It's like Inception. Oh. It just kept wrapping itself up in the mystery, and I didn't know who was who. Norma Bates. Norma Bates. Norma is a Bates. whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new spin-off string series coming to Cinemax uh, later this year. Stay tuned for that. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I can't believe that uh, I had to sing that song. I heard that song about like 4,000 times when working on the cruise ships because we did a, we hosted a fifties night and that song was a part of competition and it drives me nuts every time I hear that song. So that was my junior prom song. It was fun. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even have to call you old anymore. (laughs) It just released that the week before, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As Billboard top charts that week. I can't Ladies do that and gentlemen, now. you're gonna love this hot new track by <laughs> Chubby Checker. Well, everybody, let's do the twist. Yeah, I can't do that now, girl. I break a hip, but uh, it was fun back when I was younger doing that on the dance floor. Just take your meds. You'll be fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't show that Um. But yeah, speaking of twists. Why are we here today, folks? We're here today because we want to talk about maybe some of our favorite, not necessarily plot twists, because we've actually talked about this before, but we want to talk about a different kind of element of twists. Um, And that is a character in a movie that you did not realize was a villain before they were revealed as a villain. So we thought that'd be kind of a fun topic. I don't know. We actually put out a poll, too. uh, Yeah, our fans decided our topic. Let's give credit to everyone who voted. We yep. really appreciate it. Given yes, thank you. This to- like this topic's really interesting, so we're glad everybody picked it. I will say, in all my research, I was kind of surprised that I didn't find a ton. Like I feel like oh, wow. it was very limited on twist villains or surprise villains. Well, I, I felt think it like depends it- on how you define See. it. I think that's gonna be part of our yeah. conversation today, as well as. Yeah defining what it means to be a twist villain because a lot of times in pop culture you'll have like certain characters where you're like i'm not too sure where their loyalties lie and you're kind of suspicious of them and they become they become like a bad guy and that's different than what yeah. we're really talking about here whereas someone who was kind of the villain the whole time and don't, don't really reveal themselves until the end of the film or the narrative twist twist what a twist <laughs> like the twister wasn't really a twister and twister it was a hurricane oh. the whole time <laughs> 
Oh, fools ya. That makes more sense. Spoiler yes. alert. <laughs> like M. Night Shyamalan not showing up in one of his movies. What uh-huh. a twist. Yeah, but that's and a so, thing. We oh do want to let everybody that... know that we are going to spoil stuff, but hopefully these movies are 10, 15, 20, even older. So we'll let you know right before the title we're going into. If you haven't seen that movie, you can hopefully skip ahead. But yes. we want to dive deep into these movies, so we're going to have to not like try to bounce around the twist villain. Um, yeah, unfortunately. We'll do our best. It's going to have to. I mean, that is the topic. Right? <laughs> it's going to happen. Hopefully you've seen some of these classics. And if you haven't, go ahead and watch it. I mean, I think a lot of times, too, when we do find out a villain in a movie, um, for me, at least going back and rewatching it, it's not like it devalues the film in any way. I feel like directors do this for a reason. You know, they usually will put that twist in there to make it make sense to the narrative that came before it. So that if you were to know... For example, that a certain character was going to be bad by the end, you can kind of see what led up to that throughout the film. It'll still be just as interesting, maybe not as surprising, unfortunately. So, yeah. like Thanos, I thought he was a good guy the, the whole, whole time. time. I know, big was... cuddly monster guy. I thought he was going to help him. I thought it was Grimace. I thought he was going to serve us all some McDonald's. I was all excited. No, Grimace. Grimace got yoked. <laughs> so I'm working out. They used to make fun of me back in the 80s. Yeah, there you go. I'll show them. You got that sweet oven mitt, and now I mean he's good to go, man. <laughs> he stopped eating at McDonald's and just he did. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna try that Subway lean diet. <laughs> See how that goes. Oh. Anyway, surprise oh, twist. Man. That guy's in jail. That was a surprise. He was a, he's a surprise villain of the uh, pop icon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll avoid that. Oh song. man. Um. Anyways. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Back to the topic. I, you know, something when it, during during my research and thinking about this topic, I'm like, okay, where did this originate? And I was thinking about my childhood, and Scooby Doo was kind of where the whole idea of a twist villain originated I, that I can think of. Um, yeah. Sure, you have. Um, other other stuff before that but it became like the thing of every episode every episode you end the episode going okay who was the villain the whole time oh it was their friend the librarian or the teacher the whole time but i feel like that would just become after a while of the same thing you're kind of like it's almost predictable at that sure, point. Sure, but you kids know? are dumb, so they just keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 it's a meme now there was one where it's like KFC gets robbed. They find out it's their old boss. And they're like, what uh, kind of Scooby-Doo right? stuff yeah. is this? <laughs> Zoinks? I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Right. Sorry. That's been that, was, um, that was, that was something. Good. That was something, right? That was something. <laughs> Who wants to start? <laughs> Who wants to start? Um, so I think that we should lay down the ground rules. Like I said before, a twist villain is somebody who is throughout the narrative not even somebody that you would probably even like consider to be the villain is kind of is revealed at the end actually um so i think we need to set some groundwork that isn't like i don't want to spoil anything else though but it's not like somebody who is a like a double agent that you thought didn't realize was a double agent necessarily Mm -hmm. um it's it's gonna be somebody else so i I think that the one that we should probably start with is the one behind me. This is the usual suspects. It's the one that was probably the most famous for kind of doing this um, more recently, I guess. Um, I think a lot of people by now kind of know that Kaiser Sose was the, the villain the whole time and kind of tricked everybody. 
Um, squeak, 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 what? But if you haven't watched the film, please Spoiler watch it. Spoiler alert. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do uh, want to give a shout out today. to our listener, Jeff. He's the one who actually talked about this on Twitter and mentioned it. And uh, is, of course, this is one of the, one of the most uh, recognizable uh, villains. Um, that's a plot twist villain, I guess. And it's kind of fun to watch that film like this. You can go back to it and see all kind of the little hints and places where you see the different names tied to him. Um, so check it out if you haven't rewatched yeah, it. Yeah, when in a you while, follow the process of that movie, you don't suspect Kevin Spacey to be Kaiser right. Suse. But when yeah. you watch it a second time, like you said, you get a greater appreciation for the little things that the director drops. Yeah, there's the, and the director too will, well, not just this director, but a lot of the directors that are gonna, we're going to be talking about today do a really good job of diverting your attention away from that. You know, it's like, oh, that's too obvious, or that, or this person is doing this, and that must might be the guy. You know, like they do these little things throughout the narrative and make you think it's somebody else, and it's not. Well, and that's what makes yep. this type of stuff really fun and cool. Like, when you watch it the first time, you're not noticing certain little ticks or certain not. little things yeah. in the background and then when yeah. you watch the movie all the way through and then you go oh my god wow that guy was the villain the whole time and you go back and you now see these you little things and you're yeah. like right. it changes the whole movie yeah well because you don't know what to look for too like sometimes you're like i didn't realize i should be looking for this marker here or this you know tick there so yeah it does make it fun to watch and they it. do a really yeah. good job of putting you in the shoes of the detective who's listening to his story I need so yeah, to give that movie re-watch a rewatch. It. It's been way too long. One thing I do want to mention is that Kevin Spacey is always a villain. Come on. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> has been, has been. Real life and in not real life. Yeah. He's the ultimate Kaiser Sensei. Yeah. Oif. Indeed. Anyways. We'll go on to cool, another We got movie. a Kevin Spacey and Jared from Subway mentioned within the first wow, 10 minutes. Wow, look at that. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hmm. and... and I, I know this doesn't have anything to do, but that whole lineup <laughs> scene that was uh, a little bit improv where they start uh, just cracking up laughing as they're doing the line. I love that they kept that in the movie. Yeah. I know that that has nothing to do with the villains, but that's like one thing that sticks in my mind when I think of that movie every time. So Yes, yeah, a great yeah. scene, a lot of fun. I like when directors Absolutely. do that too and they keep in like kind of the improv you know, scene. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What about you guys? <laughs> Joshy, you got anything for us? Sure. Uh, so <laughs> I was, you know, it's funny though. We, when I saw the topic today that was chosen, I was like, okay, there was one movie that stuck out, even though it's it's an animated movie, uh, Coco. Yep. Uh, so, so the thing with Coco, uh, you. I actually haven't seen this movie, so I can't well, listen to this part. Too bad. Spoilers. We weren't here at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> also then i should just tell you the whole movie right now then i'll just yeah dude be too. by my scene <laughs> just my scene. i'll reenact me it out you. with it Let me go get don't my make me cry quick. though <laughs> yeah don't make oh, me cry i can't promise you that right. <laughs> All right. uh so so this one obviously uh for those that have seen it it's about this young kid miguel that that forever or what he finds out with his family they don't allow him to get involved with music so for him, he knows that his grandfather was a really famous musician from what he was told and saw in pictures. So he is just trying to find out who his grandfather is by going, uh, I guess we say, like to the dead. You know, he, he passes in a sense. So uh, who is it? Ernesto de la Cruz, he assumes that that's his grandfather. 
but obviously as he goes through the whole thing he interacts with this individual named Hector and to this time he's thinking oh Hector's just this poor guy that nobody likes in this fading away in the dead so uh he ends up finding out that Hector is his grandfather and that Ernesto de la Cruz uh, murdered his grandfather and stole what his music. Hector? Whoa, yeah. hold on. Whoa. This is supposed to be a Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disney's yeah. been making adult Duh, movies Alex. for like yeah. 20 years. <laughs> so, and the thing too is that I, I recall watching it the first time and thinking like, okay, what's, it's kind of messed up that he, his grandfather or his great grandfather, sorry, doesn't want to really interact with him. But then seeing that twist where Ernesto isn't at all his grandfather and stole everything that his great-grandfather created, it to me it threw me for a loop. And I was surprised nice. because, you know, I didn't realize, and I, and I go, had a whole list, and I didn't realize that Disney does this a lot with their movies. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, to me, it was amazing. Yeah. But not, yeah. Dev- it's cool because <laughs> Hector is such an interesting character because... Like you mentioned, when we get to know him, he's kind of just like the unlucky kind of rogue character where you don't think he's influential. But as you get mm-hmm. into the movie, not only is Ernesto found out to be the villain, but Hector's pretty much the protagonist. He's like the tragic yeah. pr- protagonist of the story. Everything is dependent on him because he's Coco's father. I mean, yeah. Coco is Miguel's grandmother. Yeah. Everything revolves around her memories and the fading yeah. of those. And it's pretty interesting that Ernesto... because. All we know about Ernesto is he dies at like 30 in a tragic accident. Yeah. We don't, they just show like, oh, it's a famous guy who died. Yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. And it, it's, it's just, a, like you said, it, it really tugs at your heart. There's this whole movie that Todd was. So, you know, it's, it's, it's dragging you here everywhere. And then to have this twist, it just is like, oh, I couldn't take any more. But it, I mean, so to me, it was a good twist because I didn't expect it's a really it at all. Good like twist. They set it up well. Yeah. Nice. Man. I've been avoiding that movie a lot because everybody says Coco's that it really. It, it, yeah, everybody it says that it uh, tugs on your heartstrings, and I'm one of those people that just I have a hard time when it <laughs> comes down to crying during okay. movies. I don't want to. <laughs> he likes to look away. <laughs> I look away. Well, the movie's more about emphasizing memories because yeah. its focus is on the Mexican culture and how they. It's not as tragic when you go and remember loved ones. Right. You know, yeah. it's not like just a. Oh, like I gotta go to Martos this. Isn't like yeah. a scary thing. Yeah, it's, meant yeah, it's to be a celebration. A celebration, of right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, when you think of linking generations, it might be more positive than. It still might tug on the heartstrings, isn't it? Oh, it does. It but does. you just Not have to think of the. Yeah. yeah. Dude, if yeah. I cried in Onward, I think I'm gonna cry in that. It's a Pixar movie, man. Pixar knows how to do it. Yeah. Oh my God! Up did it. Okay, never mind. We don't need to get into that. We don't need to get. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> movies that make you cry yeah oh man oh movies my god that's what all of them <laughs> <laughs> hallmark oh. cards it's like yeah anyways so i'm gonna start mine with a quote from the movie memory can change the shape of a room it can change the color of a car and memories can be distorted they're just an interpretation they're not a record and they're irrelevant if you have the facts. Mm-hmm. Leonard Shelby. Yep. That is from Memento. Now, Whoa. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I love Memento because in a way, it's a bit of a time travel movie, and it's not really in meaning to be a time travel right. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's a story about a guy who he has this 
memory loss problem where he can only he only lives pretty much day by day and he's trying to solve the uh the murder of his wife so he's getting tattoos to remember the next day look for this right cuz he forgets number every night. Yeah, yeah he forgets no. every night yeah. and if he writes it down with a pencil and paper that can be distorted or changed yeah. by somebody so he's got a friend that he goes around with and who sort of helps him <laughs> and it turns out you the movie works backwards it works from the end of the movie and it works its way backwards so it's very strange if you've never seen memento please watch it definitely it watch it, it because in, even in the dvd so yeah in the dvd you can actually watch it uh in chronological order, which I never have done. I think that would actually be kind of mm. cool to go back and revisit that. But uh, it's actually made... It, Christopher Nolan uh, directed this. It was his second movie mm -hmm. uh, that he directed. And he put it where the scenes worked backwards, which is super interesting. And it turned out that your main, pro your main character, Leonard, who you're following and you're cheering for the whole time, turns out... He was the bad guy the whole time, but he doesn't even know that he's the bad guy. He's out Great. looking for the killer, but he's the bad guy. I'm I just, I think guy. it's yeah. just, it's, it's a really cool way of, it, it, it's a totally different way of doing a, a film. I've never, yeah, I, well, I've never seen a movie, it, anything like it since. No, I mean, it, it, he broke out really onto the scene, I think, with that film in a big way. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of shook people up. Like they never seen a film quite like that. And what's great about it is that it's it's basically a whole character piece that's built on that one moment where he finds that out, and it's like you get to live that experience through the character. It's not like some other character is the one who becomes the villain, the twist villain, right? It's just the person you're actually living through the whole movie. It's kind of crazy. Right, you're yeah. you're living through the eyes of that character the whole time. Right. You're going through the flashbacks with yeah. him throughout the whole movie yeah it's really neat yeah it's neat but it it's totally a, a mind f when you figure out that he's the one who screwed everything up and yeah that's funny the villain. so good because the character we're introduced to doesn't have any bad tendencies because he restart you know he doesn't have enough time to develop because a lot of villains are based on history they have upbringings right, or various things in their past parents or something right? yeah there's always some token excuse to be a villain and right. to reset your each day it changes the whole idea of what constitutes being evil and bad and all of that yeah yep. which is man. interesting because the whole time you're following with him you think that he's this righteous guy who's just trying to find the killer of his wife. But then when you get to the very end of the movie, which is technically the beginning, he, he's, he distorts his own memory because he did the bad thing. So what he did is he changed his own memory by tattooing one little thing of a name of someone else. And so yeah. now he's searching for this one person that, he mistakes for someone else and start and yeah kills other people yeah. oh damn, it's wild and it's the polaroid <laughs> the polaroid camera the polaroid yes. yeah yep. taking polaroids and writing notes that on the movie polaroids. is totally 2002 really i don't know is. if you yeah. would even like you would use your iphone today right, right. it's easy yeah. <laughs> there's a video recording email it to yourself yeah and what an interesting take to film the whole movie in black and white too yeah yeah that's kind of unique. It's a line. I would have not have thought of that movie. Um, so that's kind of neat that you brought that one up. 
Sounds a good choice. And yeah. fun food for thought. It takes your mind milliseconds to process things. So things that you do constitute as being the present are always in the past. You're always constantly oh, yeah. living in the past. I, well, because it takes yeah. time for the information <laughs> yeah. to reach your eyes. By the time it reaches your eyes and processes into your brain, it's already into the past. So yeah, yeah. everything's in the past. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy stuff. Oh, I we love need to go that. back to the future. Man, I love it. <laughs> Scott. Well, Alex has set up two, like, I had a bunch on my list just in case what you guys came up with. And he let me have a forking pathway here because I do have Coco mm. on my list. That's an awesome pick, Josh. But then you can go with Christopher Nolan continuing the memento idea with The Prestige with Hugh Jackman oh, and Christian Bale, one. which is an yeah. awesome take on magicians. And yeah. if you haven't seen The Prestige, I know it didn't release to big fandom or anything. It really sure. hasn't got the notoriety it deserves. So please do watch that movie. Spoilers. There's two twists in this movie that are kind of codependent on one. So the one is that Hugh Jackman's character figures out his magic trick by talking to Nikolai Tesla and replicating his body. And so every night he kills himself to perform this magic trick where it's a transporter where his body goes up to the balcony to show that he transported and the other version of himself gets killed in a water tank down below. But then Christian Bale is the actually tragic character who turns out to be the pseudo villain it's a real they both are technically villains depending on how you look at it but christian bale pulls off the same two people in the same place by being a twin and oh yeah Yeah. you get all kinds of levels of what constitutes being a villain because they both screw each other over so well yeah (laughs) (laughs) villains to each other yeah well and the sad part about that movie it 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 is so good but it came out like exactly at the same time as that Edward Norton magician movie. Yeah, that I remember it, that. There I feel, was another yeah, one. they both got totally clouded together. And no one knew and, which one to watch, and it was like, right, yeah, exactly. And yeah, the prestige. I don't even remember what the other one was right, called. Exactly. There you go. One was better than the other. <laughs> um, Christopher Nolan does like to do that, though, doesn't he? He likes to kind of guard his, you know. Uh, he, he likes to twist stuff. I mean, Inception, of course, twists the like now Inception becomes like a verb to describe other movies. (laughs) (laughs) This is like Inception level stuff. Yeah, we got it. (laughs) But then even in Interstellar, he twists out how Matthew McConaughey is interacting with his past self and his daughter's self and all that. He likes it, man. It's just his it's his thing. thing. (laughs) And and with Tenet, I mean, Tenet's coming out hopefully soon hopefully, god yeah. god willing just everything gets it. normal <laughs> they're just delaying 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 but yeah. i mean that movie looks like it's just going to be inception twist. with twists <laughs> all over inception the place gone <laughs> momentum. Yes. all in one and the yes. dark night. but the other forking pathway i did want to mention like memento is where the bad guy tells the story and so mm-hmm. Shutter Island by Martin Scorsese with Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. he, you're introduced to him as though he's a U.S. Marshal right. investigating Shutter Island. But it turns out, spoilers, he's actually one of the most heinous criminals at Shutter Island. And they put him up to it to kind of just give him something to do. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like the, so wild. Like I the, never um, thought of that. It's like the unreliable narrator. Um, yes. Thing. Yeah. It's very well done. See, Shutter I, Island's I, creepy too. I just felt like it was a little too long, though. That was the problem with Shutter Island. It was, it was too long. Movie. It just yeah. kind of like a good idea. I don't know. I I don't think it. It felt like it didn't go 
very far until the ending where you're like, oh, okay, that was pretty cool. But it just felt like it took forever to get to that aha moment, you know? Yeah. I feel you there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe... Now that we talk about movies every week, I should go back and rewatch some of these. Yeah, maybe I'll like Memento. it now. You never know. The older you get, you will be watching movies and you'll have a different appreciation for them sometimes, or maybe a less appreciation for them. Who knows? Yeah. I am <laughs> afraid of the less appreciation. That's why I'm not rewatching certain movies. Yeah. <laughs> don't rewatch all of them. I have so. a hard time anymore going back and rewatching certain movies, or, or not certain movies, but like all movies, all movies, because you can spend movies. that time watching a movie you haven't seen. Exactly, and I always, <laughs> I always beat oh. myself up thinking I should be, wa- I should be watching something new. See, I don't and do that. I, I sit there watching. and I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord of the Rings for the yeah. five billionth time. I'm so happy. Frodo gets a Yeah. And I'm sitting here finishing eight seasons of Entourage. <laughs> and I'm like, I could be watching something new. No, it's great. Just put on Lost right. for the 20th time. It's great. Anyways, well, that's not about villains. Anyways, no. that's secondary shorts. <laughs> hey, Prog, you got another movie so, for us? One of the ones that kind of I was thinking of lately because I've been rewatching the the films again because they're on HBO Max is Harry Potter. Um, so oh, yeah. in Harry Potter, yeah. I mean, J.K. Rowling does like to twist a lot of different characters. That's kind of like one of her things, especially in the the early parts of the books. Um, and then later on, she has one of the big ones that was a big plot twist. But the very first one was Professor Quirrell in the first movie because in the first movie in, in the book. Yeah, poor st- stuttering Quirrell. Um, everyone is meant to believe that Snape was the bad guy. Like, everything. Even the kids were believing it. And like, Oh, I still movie, think that Snape like, was the bad guy, right? Sure. I'm okay. going to punch you. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're meant to believe that because of all these different things, right? He gets bit in the leg by the dog and it's muttering the curse when Harry's on the broom. Um, but of course, at the end, you find out that it was Quirrell the whole time. Um, yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a big deal because when when I first read the book, I was I was thinking it was Snape. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a traditional kind of like you know kids book where it's you know the the obvious villain. And no, she didn't go that route. She you know tricked us. So I, I was kind of happy with that one. Kind of a fun. It's a definite twist. twist. Yeah. Like you can think of it as the movie, but that book when you're reading it and you're 11 years old and you're just like following along with whatever Harry thinks is like the gospel, right? It, it's fun to throw that on its head right at the end. Oh, get it on its head because that's where Voldemort was? Yes. Perfect, I like it. <laughs> so that was like a double twist, wasn't it? Because there was two villains in one. Oh, I like oh, it. Oh, yes, we didn't even mention the Voldemort twisty part. Right. And they it's an inception-level twist. Of inception-level twist in Harry Potter book one. Oh, that's funny. Well, she does the inverse of that in Prisoner of Azkaban, where you're thinking Sirius Black is the bad guy the whole time, and yeah. then you find out he's the good guy. So she does the opposite there. I remember oh, that. Fun. JK likes to twist. Man, I okay, so it's been probably ten years since I watched the Harry Potter movies, so I I sorry, I wish I could have joined in on that conversation. They're gonna remake the movies soon enough. I mean yeah. it's been you a so? <laughs> I still don't understand. They're gonna remake everything. You know what? I feel like that's they're remaking Endgame already. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're remaking Tenet and hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, Yeah. that's the inception level of that movie. Like, wait, it's being delayed. So what you're saying is Hollywood's the villain. 
Ooh, oh, you should have saved that for the end. Oh my Get into creativity. Coming out you with some bangers. Hey, Josh, you got any more twists for us? Uh, sure. You know, I was going to go something on my list, but then I, as we were talking, I thought of uh, one that I hope, I think everybody's probably seen a scary movie. Well, yeah. Scary the first one? Yeah, the first one. So, well, it was uh, probably about twenty years yeah. ago, but yeah, twenty years. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, because uh, what what happened here is that it, obviously it follows the same thing as Scream, and uh, and it shows glimpses of other <gasps> horror movies. Movie. But you know, through this movie, uh, you know, there's what's her name, Cindy. Uh, she goes around experiencing, you know, this the killer chasing her, and there is always this one guy, uh, which is who was the girl's name, uh. Buffy, her her brother Doofy, was always Doofy. there as it. He was a, like he was a volunteer cop. <laughs> he was like a volunteer beans, cop. <laughs> Easy frog. He, he was or always there to help beans. her. Right. He was always there to help her, and you know, you watch it. And as I was thinking about it, as you watch it, it's like you never ex- expect him to be it, be anything other than helping her out. But at the end, they finally catch the killer, but then find out. They find out the the evidence that leads to Doofy being the killer, the and so all he does is ends up time. he ends up taking off his his disguise or whatever you want to call it, yeah. and he's completely normal, and he just takes off. I totally forgot and, that he was the bad guy in that movie. I know I was <laughs> like, so long ago once. You know, I just remember the Frank because... and Beans line. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Frank and Beans is from uh, something about well. Mary. Is it? Yeah. Am I thinking yeah. two different movies? Yeah. Oh my god! Something what does he Marian say? He says something say in, in that, doesn't well. he? Doesn't he say something stupid in that? I don't. I. I thought he said that. Oh, Maybe he says something else in that movie. Then. Trying to remember <laughs> stuff. The best podcast. Content. Got him all. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! We should start that. How, how does that go again? <laughs> Trying to remember stuff. The podcast. Try and remember Tune stuff. Tune in this week <laughs> as we try to figure out what the name of that bad guy was. <laughs> what, wait, was it? No, was it Frank? Ben? Oh, no. I no, it was Tony. It was Tony. Tony, yes. Tony right? <laughs> no, oh Tony was her brother. Anyways. That was um, a good one. <laughs> scary. But it does, it but does that's call back to Scream. It See, does, yeah. It, your last one reminded me of another movie, and then this one reminds me of Scream. And Scream definitely was a twist movie. I mean, I think every Scream movie was a twist movie. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know who the killer is until the very end on all of those. And mm-hmm. when it came down to the sequels, it was always the dumbest thing possible. Yeah. But, but then again, Scary Movie did the dumbest thing possible. It made Doofy, who <laughs> was supposed to be Dewey, the <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah good stuff man uh so i guess i guess it's uh my turn um so i i love simon pegg and i love his movies and when you think of simon pegg obviously you have to think of hot fuzz now when i originally saw hot fuzz i didn't think twice of it and then watching it a few times i'm like this movie is Brilliant! Hot Fuzz is hilarious. Is it, is Hot Fuzz, person? I love Hot Fuzz. Watch that movie, and a few of his movies are like that too. You're like not catching stuff, yeah. right? And it, there's only been a few times where hmm. I've I've watched a movie and was like, ah, I think this might need a rewatch in three years. And I think that's what I did with this one. 
and I ended up falling in love with it. And Simon Pegg nails it with this, yeah. uh, because it's not like any of his. It's not like Shaun of the Dead or anything like that, where you know lovable idiots. It's like he's playing straight up cop, being right. thrown into this small town, uh, and he thinks that he's not going to get any kind of any kind of uh, police action or anything because he just came off the mean streets of London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, London. <laughs> But it's funny because the villain in the movie ends up being the entire town of Stanford that he's living in. I believe it's Stanford that he lives in. But yeah, everybody from the priest to the police chief, everybody is a bad guy in this movie. And at the end of the movie, they have this giant blowout massacre fight that is so beautifully filmed. And then his, his uh, partner gets to do point break where he fires his gun into the air and screams the one thing that he wanted to do. But that was a total surprise when I watched that movie the first time. You're telling me you've never seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love that they sit there and they talk so about good. all the other movies out yep. there. Cop movies. Sorry, Prague is doing magician tricks. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, Prague Delusion. keeps putting his hands up to his camera because it doesn't know how to focus on his old it face. It probably thinks I'm dying because I'm so it old. It probably thinks you're a raisin or something. <laughs> Don't He's focus Casper. on that as a raisin. California raisins. trying to turn me into a ghost. That's what it's trying to do. It's like, I have dead, a feeling people know? want to listen to Hot Fuzz talk. So you guys have any takes on Hot Fuzz? Oh, it's a fun movie, part of a fun trilogy. Watch it. No? Yeah, Whoa, it's trilogy. It's really fun. Uh, you didn't know it's part of the Cornetto trilogy, sir? Would you really consider those a trilogy, though? That's what, what it is. Loosely connected. It's not, but that's okay. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there happens to be Cornetto in every one of them, so. But, mm. yeah, I guess there really isn't much to talk about with the Hot Fuzz. I thought you guys might have some takes on it, but... No, you know, I mean, yeah. it's it. amazing. That was a great twist, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you never see it. You, I don't think I've ever seen a twist quite like it. That's why I made it kind of unique. So, right. I well, it. and I don't think I've even seen a twist like that since. Yeah. Well, speaking of the everyone twist, oh. yeah. I mean, oh. Murder on the Orient yeah, Express by Agatha Christie that was wow, turned into two films back. in 1974 and 2017... That's the movie where everyone is the suspect. Like, the entire time, Hercule Poirot is trying to investigate who of these 12 passengers on the train actually did it. And they all have a motive. Every single one of them, they all have means and they all have opportunity. And it turns out that all 12 are the ones who do the killing. They do it together. Big time. Ooh. Yeah, that's a classic. I've never seen it, but it sounds intriguing. You should watch one of them, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. One it's of a good them. little mystery. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah another, they, another they remade one. it twice, but the book, I mean, Agatha Christie, if you want to get into twist villains, I think every single one of her books has a twist at the end. Yeah, she's kind of the OG. Yeah, OG aspect. twist. Throwback, I like it. <laughs> there you go, very nice. <laughs> Look, are we doing shitty eyes for that, Alex? <laughs> no, because I, I wish I had seen it. I, I'm thinking, like, all of a sudden, like, all these other movies are popping into my head. You mentioned uh... you mentioned that, and then all of a sudden, I'm starting to think of Knives Out. And now, and Josh was talking about Coco. And now I'm thinking about Frozen. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Knives Out pretty much is a send-up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of it. In a way. In a way. It, yeah. 
And who knows, maybe Knives Out 2 is going to have a surprise twist as well. I'm sure. Who directed Knives Out? Uh, be, uh, Mr. Ryan Johnson, who's the director of the best Star Wars film. You know, Ooh. Looper <laughs> has kind of a twist villain, too, if we're talking about Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, baby! I didn't think about it, but Looper does have a good twist villain. That's right? another and time a travel good movie twist... as well. I was going to say, there's, there's another one of his films that has another twist villain. Well, I'll let you talk about this one first. I talked about it. Okay, well, there you go. Looper has a twist villain. There you go. Do you want me to go into it and talk no, about how... No, let's not spoil it. That's not spoil it. <laughs> yeah, let's spoil these movies. That's what we're here Fine. to Joseph do. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the main character who they try to say is a young Bruce Willis, even though I don't see the resemblance whatsoever. But right. regardless, once we do figure out the time travel portion of it, we realize that his goal as a younger version of himself is to save this little kid. But the older version of himself tries to kill the little kid because he knows what the little kid grows up to be. And then it turns out that the little kid is also like we, we get it from the perspective of the younger self and the older self seems like he's jaded and, you know, has a it's kind of goes into that. Would you kill baby Hitler if you right. had the chance methodology? Exactly. And they don't and they should have. Because <laughs> that kid is evil AF. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that uh the whole would you kill baby Hitler and it's great that like Deadpool actually tries to in, I think it was Deadpool 2 where he goes back in time to try and fix all the wrongs mm -hmm. and he goes back to kill baby Hitler. Yeah. And he's trying to talk himself up into killing a baby. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, they have the joke in Endgame where War Machine is like, wouldn't you just and he does the little strangling yeah, motion? Yeah. <laughs> you can oh, kill Marvel baby films. before it even started. <laughs> right? Marvel exactly. films and killing babies. Wow. All you had to do. Mm. They're the ones who are keeping dead baby jokes alive. Oh, dead baby jokes. <laughs> That's dead awful. Baby jokes. <laughs> Oh, man. Shout out to Crack Baby Jesus 69. Oh, Crack Baby right Jesus 69. <laughs> Longtime follower, sometimes commenter. Who knew he was the villain the whole time? I didn't. Right. <laughs> now we well, know. Should we talk about like the king of twists? Or I wouldn't call the, him the king of what, twists. What was but... Prague's transition, though? Oh. Well, I don't remember what my transition was now. <laughs> remember, it's Prague. I had old. one, but now I lost it. It was I another Ryan twist. Johnson movie, like The Brothers Bloom? Uh, no, no, no. It was going to be... Um, I just don't want to spoil stuff for people. I really like this movie. I don't care. If they're listening to this, they have the warning <laughs> that we are spoiling. Are you going to be spoiling. talking about Brick? Yes, I'm going to be talking about Brick. Oh, I haven't seen Brick. Another, so I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it. <laughs> you guys spoiled no, Coco. This is one them. movie I'm not going to spoil because it really is worth seeing. It's the movie that... And really hardly anyone people, has seen it. Yeah, not many people have seen this film. It's his first film. Um, so it's kind of clunky in a way. You can kind of see him like doing stuff with the camera, like learning how to move it and stuff. And it's really kind of cute. Um, but he does you a really good job. Cute. It is. It's kind of cute. <laughs> um, but you can tell he's like fresh out of film school. He's eager and hungry, and he does all these new things. It's kind of crazy and fun. But yeah, there's a there's a uh, a twist in that one too. A lot of fun. So cool. check that out when you can. I think it's coming to Blu-ray. And that's your lock of the week. Uh, Anyways, what are you going to say, Alex? Yeah, what were we talking about? Kings well, I was yeah. going to say, okay, well, when people think of twists, they think of M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, that guy. Oh, 
I mean, I'm like, not saying that his movies are good or the anything. The trees did it. The trees did it. Who would have thought the trees were the villain in the happening? What's happening? Mark Wahlberg. What? I don't know. Sorry, that was really bad. That was a bad Mark Wahlberg. Right. That was a bad. It was like a Boston it? Morty, but I'll, I'll let him pass. Boston Morty. So if we are going to talk about M. Night Shyamalan, I guess we should probably talk about Unbreakable, even though yes. even though he's not really a twist villain, he is. He's more of a twist arc nemesis. Which is but he is cooler. a twist villain. Yeah. And if you just take that movie by itself, like okay, he's not introduced yes. as the villain until like the last minute of the movie. That's true. But that was kind of cool, because the whole time you don't realize what he's really trying to do here. Like, what, what M. Night Shyamalan was doing in that film was creating what us, you know, comic books geeks know as the origin story. You know, we had no idea that's what was happening, and what the bad guy was doing was creating the origin story um, for both of them by going around and trying to, you know, kill as many people until he found out who this unbreakable guy was, who his polar opposite is, and, and he found him. And then Your that's when he found out. Bruce like, oh my Willis. God. Yeah. I thought it was a great <laughs> moment once Bruce Willis found out that all these, like, probably, I think thousands, if not millions of people died at this guy's hands, you know, trying to find yeah. him. Like, oh, God. What a villain. That's great. That's, yeah, that's uh, the old ends justify the means extrapolated yeah. out to thousands of people. <laughs> they called me Mr. Glass. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, Anyways, so I yes. hear that the other movies for that are, are pretty good, though. Yeah, uh, what was it? Good. Shatter? Is it Shatter? Split. It was Glass split? and then Split. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Split and then Glass. Split glass, and then okay. Glass, sorry. Yes, in that order. I yes. saw Unbreakable, and I thought Unbreakable was a lot of fun, but yeah. I never saw the other ones. Unbreakable stands up, too. You know, it came out in, like, 1999 or something, and it, yeah. it's it stands up really well. But the interesting thing is I can, I can just... In my in my mind's eye, I can look back and I can actually remember a lot of the like highlights of that movie, and like I can see these scenes so vividly of him falling, Bruce Willis falling into the pool, and the yeah. sheet covering him oh, up slowly scene. as yeah. he sinks down, or as he like bumps into people at the train station and gets visions of them doing bad things. Yeah. It's or some Michael Jackson one of those... falling down the stairs. Oh God! Yeah, and it's you know that yes. as soon as he starts tumbling, what's going to happen? That's it. Yeah. It's <laughs> but it's crazy that like that movie is one of those movies that I've maybe have seen one time, but it's lasted in my brain. Like I can, like I said, I can still see these scenes vividly. Well, I think what what I was what we were talking about in the beginning of the of our episode was that. You know, these character twists, these twists at the end are there, not just to be like, oh, surprise, it was me the whole time. It was like, no, it was part of the character. It was part of the whole story and the narrative. It built up to mm -hmm. that. That's why you remember it. It's not right. like it, it makes these movies memorable. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. It keeps us talking about we've got it, it a freaking podcast. About it, it doesn't it. just twist for the sake of twisting. Like there's right. lesser movies and lesser directors that throw in a twist at like, you know, company bigwigs oh there should be a twist and they just throw some yeah, in sure, okay. this is Sounds good to me. yeah character trees. development through <laughs> twisting yeah <laughs> yeah because M. Night Shyamalan did a very good job of it in his first few films so, and then he, he then he got he, tagged as that guy's like yeah okay, i guess i gotta yeah do they it pigeonholed him into the twist guy and it's yeah. tough mm -hmm. to come up with a twist it's it's not easy to come no. up with a good twist exactly yeah so but guys it's not it's the trees <laughs> right <Done. laughs> we get it nature we get no, it it's a 
That's the, the aliens have a problem with water, and the only planet they went to in the whole universe oh, is sixty-six percent water. Like M Night Shyamalan, how did you get this done? You did so well. And then the little girl, the little girl is obsessed with water <laughs> and how she leaves cups everywhere. Oh my god! Just like my brother, he did that when we were growing up. We should really? have a whole M Night Shyamalan <laughs> podcast. I think oh. so. We could probably <laughs> rip him a new one, man. Which is too bad he did make some good films. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. But speaking <laughs> of guy. twists, just for twists, yeah. One movie that while I was watching it, I've never seen more twist and so stupidly where you're like twist Uh-oh. than Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> it's so stupid oh, and the twists movie. are so hilariously stupid it's so goddamn good because the first twist is that they hire a new mall cop guy and they're like working together but that mall cop guy he only gets the job so he can break in and hijack the mall and steal all of the money from all of the different registers and then yeah. he thinks he finally gets over that guy and the SWAT team comes in and then the SWAT team's led by his friend from high or his bully from high school and he hates him, he hates him, he thinks he's the villain so bad, and each time he proves to be the good guy, until the very end where he's actually working with the cop that they hired. It's so, you're like, they just throw it in there, like, they're flying by the seat of their pants of coming up with the stupidest plot possible, and when you do that, you just make twists on top of twists. Well, thank you for Mm -hmm. telling me the story, now I don't never have to watch it, I was never going to see it. I'm glad I don't have to now. I think we've probably talked about this movie uh, the most since that movie's come out. And we only spent uh, about hilariously. a minute and a half on it. <laughs> appreciate one? hilariously stupid movies. Oh, sometimes, yes. <laughs> but that, now that you've ruined it for me, it's perfect. I don't have to. I watch some other dumb yeah. movie. Oh, no. Hey, give it a try, Prague. Why not? I'll give it a try. Watch well, it. if you want to talk yeah. about a good twist movie, this movie is relatively I that's new, what we've so been doing. I was gonna hold back on this Uh-oh. movie came out in 2017. Get out! Hold on. Is this a villain though? Yeah. Oh, oh, get out! Get out has quite the villain. Oh, okay. Hopefully, okay. people have seen Get Out. If you haven't, yeah. I'm going to spoil it right get now. Out. Yeah, but, get out. Yeah, what Josh said. <laughs> the real ultimate twist villain is Rose where she plays innocent the whole movie, like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know my parents were doing this. Like, it's the whole idea that she's bringing home boyfriends, their parents are harvesting the boyfriends who happen to be black guys, specifically yeah. for other old white people to keep them living. And she's like, oh, I didn't know this was happening. I, I, oh, my parents are taking, we got to run away. I still love you, all this stupid stuff. For like an hour and a half, she says that. And then like in the last yeah. 10 minutes, yeah. she's actually she's been purposely yes. <laughs> getting these guys on purpose. Like she's finding the very specific organ transplant donors and <laughs> very what's manipulative. Really, what's really great about that too is you're, you're introduced to the fact that her parents are villains very early on. She's like, oh, yeah. they're the villains. I don't have to worry about anything else. And then bam, she ends yeah. up with it. Yeah, she's almost the ringleader of the whole thing. Yep. Oh Pretty my much, goodness. Yeah. Well, one at least I don't have it. to see that film. No, I hear really good things. I was spoiled on that movie a long time ago. I All watched right. uh, Dead Meat on YouTube and that was one of the episodes was That's that movie. Guy. Jordan Peele, he's getting yeah. into twisty. I mean... Us oh, for me, becoming the new twist guy. I think Us was better than Get Out. Like Get Out got all of the publicity, all the critical acclaim, but Us has a really good twist, and it's really creepy. Oh, like it's not over the top right. social satire and commentary. It's okay. just extremely creepy. 
Well, and he's running the new Twilight Zone as well, so... Which I mean, sucks so bad. God, it does? Those, those were some of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I wanted to like it. it so much. And I was like, okay, don't worry. They're not related. The next one, you have a fresh chance. And you keep mm. being let down. Really? Okay, well, I guess... Uh, I know when we first started this podcast, we actually did a whole Twilight Zone yeah. episode. Episode yeah. 7. Wow. Is that long ago? Wow. <laughs> that that was long ago. Yeah. That's a year ago. Wow. Anyways. Well, geez, man. Now I don't have to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. So do you have any other movies, Josh? Uh, I actually do. Um now there's a trend with me. I kind of stuck with Disney, just because like I said, okay. Disney had quite a bit. Uh my next one. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Wreck It Ralph. Oh, uh, man. So on this Another movie one, I haven't seen. Oh, you haven't seen Wreck It Ralph. I know. Man. I know. Everybody came out of two and probably had three pretty soon. Yeah. So uh, on this one, uh, yeah, I guess you could kind of see it a little bit, just the way uh, that King Candy was treating uh, Penelope, just how he kind of, kind of kept her at a distance because obviously she was a glitch. Uh, but he's in, you find out that he was the individual that caused it. And to dig even deeper, you find out that he was the initial glitch, which is Turbo, in an old old video game. So to be able to go through, you know, the, the whole story, seeing that Vanellope was the cause of all these issues, but yet seeing who the mastermind behind it, uh, an individual that you would have thought that was the one that was going to be kind and everything like that through most of the movie and then find out that he was the villain this whole time. Yeah. It was and the irony that Ralph is a bad guy and he has a yeah. whole meeting with bad guys. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's another thing too, is like, yeah, he, he kind of redeems himself from being put away from that, that light of being seen as a bad guy. But I like how Zangief says, I'm bad guy, but not bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Street Fighter. Yep. The only reason why I know who what all that is is they put a lot of that in the trailer and I mm-hmm. remember the trailer pretty pretty good. Uh, the trailer was I good. wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to really see that movie. I just never got a chance to. So Ralph I'll have 2 to change had that. so much good promise too and they fumbled it right at the goal line. Like they had a lot of good yeah. ideas and there's good pieces, but it doesn't come together. I think for them, they just focus so much on putting as many characters as possible yeah, that Disney owns. It's the Ready Player and One for Disney. Yeah. They didn't have enough story. They cared more about, yeah. here's what, everything. What license can we get? Yeah. Throw yeah. <laughs> yeah. this at it. Oh, but you know, you're talking about that brought up one that is recent, so I'm not going to spoil it, but one of my favorite ones recently is actually the uh, bad guy plot twist in the TV show Dark, which is pretty funny. Oh, boy. So. Uh, not going to spoil that because it's still kind of fresh and new. So and there's the terrible... T- I mean, if we're talking about TV shows on Netflix, Lock and Key has one of the stupidest twists I could possibly... Oh, God, yes. It's just, just I, shut I, up. I enjoy that show. I'll save that, that for secondary shorts, okay? <laughs> I'll save that for... I'm going to rip that show apart. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that because I think you and I are on the same page with that show. <laughs> but before Oof. we end, I do want to just rapid fire three that aren't like the usual twist more that there's a twist the on the villain suspect yeah because josh kind of mentioned it where like king candy isn't great but the twist to make him even worse that he's turbo 
you know, where you twist the villain to make it even more evil and sinister. Yeah. That's kind of the idea with these. So in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Dr. Doom mm. is a bad guy. He's set that up. But right. that he's actually a tune. Killing other tunes makes it that much worse and so oh, much more yeah. sadistic. <laughs> Do you go back and rewatch that movie? You're like, oh wow, he really is a tune. You kind of can see like the little yeah things that happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's pretty sinisterly twisty. And then Vulture and the new Spider-Man hum- Homecoming, uh, where yeah. we know that Michael Keaton's the bad guy for the majority of the movie. But to then have him actually be Liz's dad, and we don't find that out until Peter yes. shows up at the door, and it's like, classic Spider-Man. It's yeah. classic <laughs> Spider-Man comic book telling, where you have his personal life interacted with his superhero life. Yeah, they and they set that up so well because you don't know that until he opens the door. That was a great reveal. That was like a great <laughs> yes. moment. And he walks in, and he's like, "They both know." I'm like, "Oh yes. my god, the tension <laughs> in that scene." That was great. I mean, yeah, as much as I don't like that ride. movie as much, but it was a, that, that was a fun scene, the car ride, everything, that yep. moment. <laughs> it yeah. was great. Oh, and then cool. the third one is yeah. the first Saw movie. Oh, where I was oh, going to say yeah, that. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, you yeah. have. Because that is a twist like, for him. Saw movies are known as twisty. Like, right, once yeah. they got to three, uh-huh. four, and five, they have to twist like 20. Oh, look, guys, we got you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Relax on your twists. But that first movie, <laughs> to have just the two guys in the room, Super low budget. You have With to cut a dead your... guy in the middle of the yeah, room. Yeah, the dead yeah. guy in the middle. And you dead have to choose, guy. do I cut my leg off to right. get yeah. free? And then we oh. find out that John's the bad guy the whole movie. You know, there's a whole criminal investigation for John as like a side piece to the main story. And then it turns out John's the dead body. Yep. Watching him the whole time. So those are twisty villains becoming more villainous. It's a tweet. That was a good one. I did have a couple more, but you know what? Screw it. Watch movies. We could do a sequel to this, like a secondary podcast. You know, we say that a lot. It's gonna happen once we pass a hundred, man. The first ten episodes from episode like one hundred to one hundred nine, they're gonna be sequels to our every single episode. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Uh, well, so at this point, we should probably do some social media stuff. Yeah, I like it. We okay. should do it at the beginning of the episode. Why not just do this? Sorry, I am. Well, make sure to check us out over on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all at Secondary Heroes. We are. We also. Uh, do lives from time to time, either episodes or what? What do we do? Lives? We did games. Everything lives. under the sun. We're doing everything at this point. We're throwing the kitchen did. sink at Twitch to see what happens. Yep. Yeah, we're seeing what sticks. <laughs> it's the Wreck-It Ralph on the Secondary Heroes. <laughs> so yeah, check us out over on Twitch at Secondary Heroes. Um, yeah, I just realized this should be at the beginning of the episode. Anyways, but everything you can find us everywhere at Secondary Heroes. Cool. To everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. Log out. See ya. 36 celebrities who were already ultra-rich before they were famous. That is your clickbait of the week. <laughs>